villagers, get ready. Here's Miss T with a word designed with you in mind. I bring you warm greetings as we start this meeting of the show designed with you in mind. This is Tanisha Baker, and I'm happy as always to host this edition of What You Shouldn't Be Missing. Thanks for tuning in to the 186th show with the flow that keeps you in the know. You're tuned in to Talking With T. It's December 17th, and if today is your birthday, you share it with your birthday mates, Pope Francis, singer Art Neville, the late Eddie Kendricks, and actor Ernie Hudson. On this date in history in 1975, baseball great Hank Aaron was presented the Spingarn Medal for his home run record. And on this date in 1991, Michael Jordan was named Sports Illustrated Sportsman of the Year. Today on the national calendar is National Maple Syrup Day and National Wright Brothers Day. The theme this month is Life is a Gift, focusing on life lessons and life inspirations. We have but one chance to travel through this journey called life. So many of us fail to live our lives on our own terms. We waste time with regrets and should-haves, could-haves, and maybes. But I encourage you today to move forward to the possibilities that still wait for you. Take a chance on yourself and your own dreams. I'm going to introduce today's T's Top Teen, who was selected first of all because she is an undeniable star but also because I saw her perform a spoken word piece she had written that falls right along with our theme this month. Please help me celebrate our newest T's top teen, Kariah Cook. Kariah is a senior at Austin East Magnet High School. She is a cheerleader, a member of Austin East Dance Company, and a member of the Forensics Theater Program. Along with being a Project Grad Scholar, Kariah is also a member of Student Government, president of the Interact Club, and president of the Scarecrow Club. Kariah wishes to attend UCLA or Spelman in the fall of 2019 in hopes of pursuing film production and acting. She is a stellar student and a dynamic young lady with an extremely bright future. Let's celebrate this model teen, and let's listen to her spoken word piece titled Help Me, shared in her own voice. Keep it where it's at. I'll be right back after we hear top teen Kariah Cook with Help Me. What's wrong? What's wrong? What's wrong with you? Please tell me what's wrong. You can talk to me. What's wrong? I give no answer. Maybe because I don't even know the answer myself, but right now I am finding the answer. Because what if I told you I didn't know what was wrong? What if I told you that there was nothing wrong, genuinely? What if I told you that it's dumb for me to talk about my problems because your problems are bigger than mine? We all have problems. How dare I bombard you with mine? So I'll just keep it to myself. My head hurts and my heart is pounding, but I'll just keep it to myself. I can't breathe and I can't stop crying, but I'd rather not say a word. I don't know if this is depression or an anxiety, but it seems like everybody has that. Everybody is depressed and has a reason to be, but my life is so good, so why do I want to scream every day? See, now I am just being selfish. 
I have no reason to cry, but I cry every day, three times a day. I cry so much that my crying eyes are my normal eyes, and no one will ask what's wrong anymore because I look normal. But do you know what it feels like to want to cry and cry over nothing, over myself, over a pain that is unexplainable? Because there is nothing more painful than wanting to die, but not knowing why you want to die. I have voices in the back of my head saying, you can't do this. You are nothing. But where are they coming from? I am ugly without makeup. I have acne all over my skin. I have big, ugly feet and a deep, manly voice. All I worry about is what people think of me. All I want is to be accepted by someone, anyone. I worry too much about being accepted by someone, anyone. And then when it's not voices, it's darkness. Darkness surrounds my soul and my mind. And no matter how hard I try to find the light, I cannot find it. I see the light at the end of this tunnel and I am reaching. But as I stretch my fingers just a little further, it floats away. Pushing back what it seems like a million more miles. So maybe I am the problem. I am always doing something wrong. I am always messing up. I am always the one to blame. I am sorry. I apologize. I am trying my best to do right. I'm sorry. I am tired of being wrong. And in my head, in my head, everybody hates me. I hate me. Why do you exist? Why can't I do more than just exist? And then if I say I want to die, then I am crazy. But really, I am just human. Excuse me for my negative thoughts. Because suicide is a topic we talk about too much, but not enough. Such a sensitive topic, but yet everybody feels it. But not just suicide. Stress from school or work is talked about too much, but not enough. School shootings are talked about too much, but not enough. Police brutality is talked about too much, but not enough. Gun control is talked about too much, but not enough. Trump is talked about too much, but not enough. Racism, mass public shootings, our government, cell phone addiction, domestic abuse, rape, immigrants, black-on-black -black crime, teen pregnancy, drugs, hazing, bullying, social norms, debt, gender gaps, Native Americans, homeless people, poor communities, war for no reason, college expenses, current day segregation is talked about too much, but not enough. Life happens too much, but not enough. These topics, these problems life brings will stay as problems if we continue to just talk. It's too much, but it's not enough. Yes, life is hard, but if we continue to allow it to only bring its negativity through our doors, disturbing our peace, then we have lost. Because this is a journey, not a war. Life can be a beautiful thing, but too many of us allow it to release its evil. We allow life to wrap as many problems around our neck, cutting off our airway to happiness, not being able to breathe the solutions. So maybe that's what's wrong. Life is killing me. Life is killing us. These problems affect our world and our world affects the way we live, the way we breathe. We need to breathe the solution. 
know I am not happy at all, but I will no longer let life suffocate me. I am fighting for my air, for my happiness, because it starts with me. Because when I help myself, I can help him and her and them and you. And when I help me help you help them, we can breathe. When we help each other, we can change the world. We can defeat the bad side of life to bring about a new. No more cloudy days, no more darkness, no more tears, no more pain, no more existing. I want to live. There is the light and I can reach it because now I believe the answer to life is just being happy. No matter how rich or poor, where you live, how you live, be happy and then help others be happy. I still want to die, but I do not want to want to die. So help me, then I can help you. And we can help us. Let's turn our attention to our Monday Minute Quick Bits. Legendary three-time Grammy-winning jazz singer Nancy Wilson died peacefully in her home at age 81. I came across a disturbing story regarding Tennessee mother Cynthia Collier, who shot 34 rounds in her home, killing her four adopted teenage children before killing herself. The five family members were found by an older brother back in October. The story recently resurfaced from recent autopsies, which revealed no drugs or alcohol in her system or that of her children. The motive for this horrific incident remains a mystery. The woman dubbed Pool Patrol Paula after she hit a black teen and forced him to leave a community swimming pool as she yelled racist slurs and then called the police has pled guilty to assault. During the incident, she also resisted arrest, pushed a detective and bit another officer on the arm. She was ordered to pay a $1,000 fine. Wait a minute. Is that all? Mm. If it had been. Uh, never mind. I'll move on. Michael Cohen, Trump's former lawyer, is sentenced to three years in prison for a series of crimes, including campaign finance violation and tax evasion. He also admitted to lying to Congress. He said he took full responsibility for the nine felonies in which he pled guilty. 16-year-old high school football player Aaron Trejo from Indiana has been charged with stabbing his classmate in the heart after finding out she was pregnant with his child. The victim was a cheerleader and was six months pregnant. Her family had reported her missing after she had left her house to meet up with him and never returned. Her body was discovered in a dumpster behind a restaurant near her home. A Houston father has been charged with child abandonment after leaving his six-year-old daughter and one-year-old brother in the car alone while he went into a store. Surveillance showed he was in that store almost an hour and a half. While he was in the store, the girl strangled the one-year-old with a seatbelt after getting angry with him for crying. Now, I need to get something off my chest about Centoya Brown. Everybody has a right to their opinion, and I have the right to disagree. First of all, at age 16, she is still a minor. Her age alone prevented full mental capacity to cope with abuse and torture. She indeed was a victim. The story that I believe is that she was protecting herself or at the least acting out against a grown man who solicited sex from her. 
The story others believe is that she killed him while in the act of robbing him. Regardless of the story, she was still the victim of sex trafficking first. Her crime was the result of a crime and should not warrant 51 years in prison, especially when Brock Turner only served three months in jail for raping an unconscious woman because serving jail time would, quote, ruin his life. And then you have Baylor University student Jacob Walter Anderson, who received a mere $400 fine and zero jail time on charges related to rape. And it's also said that he may still get his degree. Now, I know that those incidents didn't result in murder, but those sentences are extremely light for serious crimes. I tend to side with those that have come to her defense and are asking Tennessee Governor Bill Haslam to grant her clemency. Well, as we near the end of 2018, I may as well stir the pot a little more and talk about a topic that keeps coming up but doesn't seem to have a solution. Bullying. Let's clear up what bullying is. As defined by StopBullying.gov, bullying is unwanted, aggressive behavior that involves real or perceived power imbalance. The behavior is repeated or has the potential to be repeated. Wikipedia says that bullying is the force, threat, or coercion to abuse, intimidate, or aggressively dominate others. The behavior is often repeated and habitual. I'm going to stop right here because I didn't know that the criteria for actions to be considered bullying included repetition. In my opinion, at least I thought if someone, let's say, took a child's lunch, called him names, knocked him to the ground, teased and taunted him, I would have considered that bullying. According to what I've read and what I've been told, that wouldn't be bullying if it was a one time incident. To be honest, I don't think I agree with the formal definition. But let's move on to the point I want to make. We hear far too many stories about bullying and the outcomes. We debate over who's at blame, what parents should do, what schools should do, what the victims should do. I'm asking you all to weigh in on my website or social media outlets and share your thoughts. I was prompted to bring this up today by a story I read about nine-year-old Mackenzie Adams out of Alabama. She took her own life last Monday due to racist bullying that she had endured since the beginning of the school year. Her mother and grandmother had complained to the State Board of Education. They reported that students told her to, quote, kill herself and teased her, calling her ugly, among other things. You can read more about the taunting through the link on my website. Mackenzie's family described her as a bright, outgoing girl who loved math and science and wanted to be a scientist. My heart just broke over this story, and I can't even begin to imagine what her family is going through. Who should be held accountable? What should be done? Again, please visit my website or social media pages to express your thoughts. You can also call the talk line 865-409-1170 and your call just may be featured on an upcoming show. Don't touch that dial. I'll be back in a while. You're tuned in to Talking With T. Well, my friends, let's jump right in as we review trending news. I have with me today our top investigator, most often instigator, P.I. Pam. And I'm going to go ahead and get this first story on out the way because, unfortunately, it's too common and redundant. But 
I'm going to speak on it because I always contend that we can't be desensitized to police brutality and accept it as the norm. Right here in Tennessee, Chattanooga, a black man was beaten while in handcuffs. Of course, it was caught on video. The guy's name was Charles Tony, and due to the beating, he suffered a collapsed lung and broken ribs. The officer in question had a history of violence, and he's on desk duty pending an investigation. I'm thinking, what they got to investigate? It is clear as day on the video. Right. That should have been evidence enough right there. I mean, really confused about what they what they are investigating. Unless it's just protocol, but it's it's right there, front row center, that he was handcuffed, and they were right. beating him. And so this whole desk duty thing, so you still get paid even though the evidence is overwhelming? I mean, you have witnesses, you have video, and then, of course, you have the evidence of the injury. So you still get the benefit from this investigation that can take who knows how long? I don't agree with that. I don't either. I mean, if you know, sometimes they do, um, you know, release them pending an investigation, but it'd be with pay. Still, mm. so and death duty. I mean, you're basically still there in the midst of your fellow officers and everything. So that's not really a punishment. You know, investigation can take forever. Right. It's almost like a vacation, a paid vacation. Yep. Pretty much, that's what it is. All right. Well, let's turn our attention to uh, Charles Turner, age 18, out of Georgia. Now, we've talked before about these teenagers with these brilliant minds who are able to get away with stuff from impersonating doctors to starting fake businesses and such. Well, Charles Turner was able to set up a fake online electronics business, and he was selling Amazon products, they say, at an increased amount. But the kicker is that the customers were receiving either damaged goods or nothing at all while he stole money from their bank accounts after they entered their info on his website. He was arrested last Thursday, and the article said he stole $28 million. I kept looking at that thinking, I need to put on my glasses. Are my eyes blurry and seeing too many zeros? But anyway, he stole $28 million. Now, his family was asked if they ever wondered where the money was coming from. And they said, well, no money came up in their house. And then they asked about a vacation that the family took. And his brother said the family was just as surprised as everybody else. I guess they said they admitting to nothing. His mother wouldn't speak at all. And just think what he could have done with this intelligence in a legal venture, but I guess he was too impatient to go that route. Right, cause, and then his family, is this true, right or die? They're like, I don't know nothing. I don't know what you're talking about. Don't ask me nothing. <laughs> what Basically. That is just great. They're like, oh, who, I don't know. Mm-mm, ain't no vacation. I ain't seen no money. We've been living living just like we've been living before. And they sit over there with, with comma after comma. <laughs> $28 million, 18 years old, able to think of a scam that intricate. But he didn't think it all the way through because he got caught. Uh, Jay had asked us last week to take a break about his president. And since he isn't on the show, I'm going to go ahead and bring him up this week because he said that the justice system should stop investigating him and go after the real enemy, Saturday Night Live. He tweeted that the show should be tested in courts for collusion with the Democratic Party. And I said, he's he trying to distract us. Is he serious? He's he's serious. That's the sad thing about it. But Saturday Night Live, 
they crack me up. They get him every <laughs> week. And every Sunday he gets up bright early and tweets something about them. But they're only doing stuff that he's already said. The things he said, that they're just acting it out. So if it's fake news, they got it from him. Well, I was going to say, he keeps giving them material. Yes, he does. And and Alec Baldwin playing him is hilarious. I mean, <laughs> they should win some Emmys for that because they get him every <laughs> week. And if a week go by, they'll have some material from him. Yeah. And you're right. It's not fake news. It's based on the real Donald Trump. Let me ask you this. Did you hear about the three Sonic employees that were arrested after a family discovered an ecstasy pill in their kid's meal? Yes. You did? Well, yeah, let me yeah. let the listeners <laughs> let me let the listeners know a little bit about the story. So so the eleven year old daughter was opening her hamburger for her little four year old brother when she noticed the pill and she asked her parents if it was candy. Well the family took it to the police who identified the pill as ecstasy. One of the three was the manager, Tanisha Dancer. I said, wait a minute, Tanisha who? And I mean, she has my name spelled exactly like I do, but we want to make sure that everybody understands her last name was Dancer. That's D-A-N-C-E-R. I'm Tanisha Baker. But anyway, she had an outstanding warrant for violating parole and actually had three of the pills in her possession at the time. Now, that was the manager. One of the other employees had four outstanding warrants for theft, driving without a license, failing to appear in court. And then there was the third employee who was arrested for marijuana possession. I think that was all the way turned up at the Sonic. Well, they did say, uh, what's the motto? Have it your way. <laughs> That's Burger King, ain't it? Oh, that Burger King is a Sonic. <laughs> 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 Well, I'm just glad that they discovered it before that baby took that uh, pill because I'm pretty sure it would have caused some damage, you know. I don't know what they were thinking. And so I guess they're all in that high. They don't know mm-hmm. what they're thinking. High. I'm just thinking about all the ones that could have slipped through the cracks that people didn't notice. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm-mm. All right, now, Pam, earlier... I shared that KFC was selling fire laws that smelled like chicken. And I'm going to tell you, I admit that I thought it was a stupid idea, but then I read that it actually sold out in a matter of hours. So I went to the website to check this thing out, and it says that Kentucky Fried Chicken is selling an 11 herbs and spices fire law smells like fried chicken. Sold out in a matter of hours. You can get them from KFCFireLogs.com. Well, you could have, but now they sold out. Then it has all the information, you know, from the website that's describing these logs and, I guess, giving instructions. And listen to this. It says each fire log can burn up to 2.5 to 3 hours, can be stored, and no shelf life. Store in a safe, dry area away from pets may result in craving for fried chicken. <laughs> we know the fire log smells great, but please do not attempt to eat it. Fourth bullet they have is that the fire logs may attract bears or neighbors who are hungry. And finally, please don't put face directly into fire in an attempt to smell the fried chicken. Yes, yeah, so you just come into somebody's house. 
and you think that and cooks, I, I would be mad. If I come in the house and I smell <laughs> fried chicken, I'm going to expect some fried chicken, not no dang logs smelling like fried chicken. <laughs> I don't even understand the point. Why would you want your house to smell like fried chicken? I mean, I could get smelling like fried chicken because you cooked it and it's welcoming. And like you said, you get ready to serve up some chicken to the people. Right. But you just walk in there in the house just smelling like chicken for no reason, not to satisfy, not nary taste bud, nowhere. I don't get it. But evidently, you know, other people do. They they got what I'm missing, and they done sold That's out of the little fire logs. That's what I'm saying. We need to come up with something. Everything is marketable now, it seems like. We got right. fire logs that smell like chicken. We got uh, blessing oils. We got... um when you miracle get, uh, water, miracle water. We got all these different things that we could have thought of ourselves. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Well, we're going to, since 2019, we're going to put on our thinking cap and figure out what we can market. Because you're right. If they sell miracle water, logs that smell like chicken, we ought to be able to think of something. 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 Anything. Yeah. Yeah. Anything. Well, we can't skip past John Gray, pastor of Relentless Church, who gifted his wife with a Lamborghini. People were all upset, and let me just add my three cents. First of all, he didn't use the church's money. Second of all, he didn't use the church's money. And thirdly, he didn't use the church's money. So why are people okay with others that make wise financial investments, they profit from those investments, and live according to their hard work, yet they don't want a pastor to benefit from his side hustle. You know what I mean? He has book deals. He has TV shows. He told he did not use the church's money. It's not like your boy uh, who took up the offering for the plane. Oh, yeah, crippled dollar. Right. So, I don't know. Maybe I'm missing something in this story, too. I don't know. The saints, as Jay would say the saints are trying to read him about this and he said this is from his appearances this is from his book i mean if he wants to buy his wife a two hundred and something thousand dollar lamborghini then that's his business it should be i think they were thinking that it was from the tithes or the church building fund or something like that (laughs) Because he had talked about how she stood beside him and was with him when they didn't have anything. And so, like I said, he worked hard. Yes, he's a pastor, but he's also a hardworking man who appreciates his wife. Now, I know everybody doesn't agree. Like I said, I'm just adding my little two or three cents, my opinion. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, let that man be great and his wife be be great, too, in her new life. Well, Pam, I guess that's it for this bit, and uh, we'll get Professor Jay back on next week, and I can't wait to hear what the two of you have to say. And I can't wait to tell it, and you know Jay would definitely say it. <laughs> All right. We discuss many topics on Talking With T, and if you would like to share your thoughts or opinions, call 865-409-1170. Again, that's 865-409-1170. Your call just may be featured on an upcoming show. We want to continue to celebrate T's top teens and hometown heroes. So if you would like to make a nomination, visit www.talkingwitht.com. 
I also want to continue to spotlight local arising artists. If you're interested in having your product or service featured on Talking With Tea, we would love to help you promote your business or event. Well, once again, we've come to the end, but stay engaged by visiting www.talkingwithtea.com. You can find the links to many other stories we share and discuss on our website. Also, remember to follow the show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Remember, you can listen to Talking With Tea anytime on your time through Blueberry, SoundCloud, iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Google Music, or iHeartRadio. New shows will continue to drop each and every Monday. However you choose to listen to the show, remember to leave your reviews and comments. In the meantime, and in between time, subscribe to Talking With T Daily, the online daily newspaper to get your daily scoop of trending news and find out what we're talking about. On that note, I'll end with a quote. Dare to live the life you've always wanted. Remember where you heard the word and keep being kind until next time. You've been listening to Talking With Tea.